What names do you go by for the people who love you? Maybe the people that are closest to you call you the name on your driver's license or birth certificate, or maybe they don't. You might go by different names to different people. Take me for example. I have never in my life gone by Steve as a nickname. It's a good nickname for people named Steven. It's just not mine. I've always been a Steven for some reason. And yet for some reason, my younger sister and brother both call me Steve. Now they're the only ones in the whole world that do this. And from their lips, it actually sounds different to me. It doesn't sound like the conventional nickname, Steve. It just sounds like an affectionate shortening of my actual name, kind of like it did when they were toddlers and called me Steesty. But whatever the reason, they call me Steve, but no one else does. Maybe you have some situations like that. In Romeo and Juliet, Juliet famously says, what's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. And in a way, of course, she's right. Names can be sort of arbitrary. A name is nothing but a cluster of sounds that stand for a person or a thing. But those sounds also matter. And of course, in that very play of Romeo and Juliet, the family names of Capulet and Montague that she and her loved one carry end up mattering very deeply. You might have people in your life that usually call you by a nickname or a pet name. And if they ever actually call you by your ordinary formal name, that's how you know that they're mad at you. On the other hand, you might have fought hard to be called by a certain name. And you might need people to use that ordinary formal name to show they respect and care for you. Sometimes a person who immigrates to a new country might choose to go by two names, maybe using one for convenience of the people in the new country, but having another name for those who really know them and those who know how to wrap their tongues and lips around the sounds of the language of their heart. On the day our oldest daughter was baptized, not only were several other people being baptized that day, but one young person was going through a naming ceremony. He was a young man who was claiming his name as Sam after spending his childhood being called another name, a girl's name. Sam had come to know himself as a transgender man and in the Episcopal parish where we worshiped, the clergy had worked with him and his parents to craft a rite that would be in no way a repetition of baptism. For Sam had been baptized once and for all, adopted by God and bestowed the gift of the spirit. But this rite was a renewal of Sam's baptismal covenant in the light of his newly claimed identity and new name which on the one hand was something fresh and new. It was the church affirming and honoring a young trans person 
and walking with them in the light of God's calling. And yet, on the other hand, it was nothing new at all. It was something deeply rooted in ancient tradition. For the church has been giving people new names for centuries. Like when people make a profession to religious life. I once knew someone named Tom who became a monastic and was known after that as Brother, ba Brother Basil. So of course names change. Sometimes when a baptism is being celebrated, you'll hear the clergy person add in a little line right before the water is administered. And you'll hear them say, name this child. When a child is being baptized, now that line isn't in the prayer book. What it is is a holdover that clergy remember from the previous prayer book, the 1928 prayer book, which did include that line. It was a time when usually children were almost exclusively the people being baptized. And it was, a, it was a time when baptism was often thought of more as a rite of naming, a rite of naming for a newborn. Really people are usually baptized with a name they already have. Even a newborn has usually been being called that name for a while. And baptism isn't primarily about naming, but about being claimed and adopted as a member of the body of Christ. But it's not a completely wrong idea either, because baptism does have to do with being known by God and being called by God and being called by a God who knows us intimately by name. We heard this morning from Isaiah. God saying, fear not, for I have redeemed you, and I have called you by name, and you are mine. That passage is God speaking collectively to the people of Israel and saying not only that they are each known by name, but that they collectively are called by God's name. And the name of God is something very important in the Hebrew Bible. In the story of Moses God reveals a sacred name to, to Moses, the name of God that means something like, I am who I am, but a name that in Hebrew is considered so sacred that it's never spoken out loud, and to this day isn't spoken out loud. And so when the Bible is read in Hebrew, that name is substituted instead with the word Adonai, which means the Lord. But there are also other words used for God, like the word El, which is where we get Israel. Israel, which means one who wrestles with God. It's a name given to the ancient patriarch Jacob after he wrestles through the night with a mysterious figure who turns out to be a manifestation of God. But what a calling it is to be a people who wrestle with God. When Jesus was baptized, he heard the voice of God speaking to him, the voice of his father. And like in many families, God didn't call him by his formal name. Maybe if God had addressed him as Jesus, son of Joseph, 
Maybe Jesus would have known he was in trouble, but he wasn't. And God called him just son. You are my son, the beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Or in another translation, in whom I take delight. I've heard one commentator say that we could render this phrase as, you are one who makes my face light up. And that's the name God gives Jesus in his baptism. Son of God, child of God, beloved, the one in whom I take delight. But that's also a name that we inherit when each one of us is baptized. And God puts the name of Jesus on us. Today is the feast of the baptism of Christ. And of course, in one sense, that means the baptism that Christ underwent once about two millennia ago on a certain day at the Jordan River at the hands of John the baptizer, the baptism of Christ. But today we're also celebrating the baptism of Christ in a different sense, which is to say the baptism that each of us shares in, the baptism into Christ. When Jesus came to the Jordan, the Holy Spirit descended on him in power to anoint him as God's chosen one. But when each of us comes to the water, the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit, descends also on us to make us part of Jesus, to incorporate us into God's chosen one. Whether the water that we come to is in a river or a lake or a font in a church somewhere, or even a few drops poured from a sterile bottle in an intensive care unit. Whatever the place, whatever the manner, the spirit is the same and the adoption is the same. In the book of Revelation, there's a wonderful passage where Jesus in a vision says, to everyone who conquers, I will give a white stone. And on that stone is written a name that no one knows except the one who receives it. It's a powerful image. It's an image I think of sometimes as I receive communion, this white stone being dropped into my palm like a morsel of bread. But a white stone with a mysterious name, as if to say that God knows each one of us so deeply that none of the names we have ever been called in this life are quite enough. That there's a secret hidden name that truly conveys the fullness of who each of us is. And in God's good time, we'll be given it. It's a powerful vision. And yet the same God who knows us so fully then already knows us just as fully now. And in another way, in Jesus, we already have the only name we will ever need, the name of beloved, the name child of God. You are my child, says God, to Jesus, and in Jesus, to me, and to you, and to your neighbor. You are the one 
in whom I am well pleased, the one in whom I take delight. You are the one who makes my face light up. <laughs>